Clark. What? Clark, I gotta piss. How long are you gonna be in there? Oh, oh. <gasps> oh it hurts so bad, Beverly. I'm drying. Clark, god damn. What is going on in- Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> My asshole's turning inside out. It's so dry from the cookies. He's getting a hemorrhoid. I see it. I see it. Oh, it hurts oh. so bad, Beverly. Oh, oh. Oh, you're bleeding everywhere, Clark. Come on. Are you going to clean this up or what? Oh, I'll try, Beverly. Last time I cleaned up all your shit blood. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> Flush me! Oh, that was the most painful shit of my entire life, Grandpa. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're telling me. That's oh. the last of Grandpa, if I, oh. I'm pretty sure. Everybody shit him out already, just you. Yeah, we kept track of everybody's feces over the last weeks. Oh. Yeah, let me check the chart here. Oh, yep, DG just got the second to last last night. Oh, that's good. He was having a painful time, too. These cookies, they gave really bad constipation. Turns out ashes make you dry, dry, dry. Yeah, apparently, but thank God I've, uh, my intestines are still lubed from all the cheese and everything. It's, I've never really been the same since. It's good for you, honestly, because it, Beverly, these cookies, while delicious, while delicious and providing relief for a man in true, true agony, wow, I mean, it gave just as much agony as, as it relieved for him. Not yet! Flush me! You're the last piece, Grandpa, I just want to make sure, are you sure this is what you want? Because once I flush this, you're gone. I'm just a couple specks of ashes! Within feces. Yeah, well, I'm ready, uh, Beverly, I love you, Clark, it's been a pleasure. Please. Uh, uh, I'm ready to be in the sewer. Well, and then once you get to the sewer, you know, you'll break up along the way, and hopefully, you know, once you're completely scattered to the winds, you'll be able to pass on. Let me, let me pass. Beverly, you want to say anything? I'd like for you to wipe your ass first. It's so, it's so sore, Beverly. It's like an open wound. I need to, like... I know, but, like, what are you gonna do? Flush your shit down without the paper? Then waste water doing it a second time with the, with the paper? I guess you're right. Okay. Grandpa, I'm going to throw some wet, soppy toilet paper on top <gasps> of you. It's even more bloody. I know, I know. You really ripped me up coming out. Dry, dry, dry. Something to remember me by. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever be the same again. I literally shit out my asshole. Oh. I shit out my asshole too. Oh, oh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, you really did. That's prolapsed anus if I've ever seen one. I know, it feels like at least one to two inches of asshole outside of my asshole. It's more than that. Seriously? Clark, it's, it's about to be protruding from your ass cheeks. <gasps> and if slightly more, you know, it's kind of... Kind of soft and wet and gelatinous. Oh. Like, if this were Ow. harder, I could probably fuck this. Oh, it hurts so bad, though, Beverly. Oh. Mind if I try? No, 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 no. We need to get it put away. I need to get it put back inside me. Oh, well, I mean, I could try. No, I will get Dr. Xavier. Oh, let Dr. Xavier know it! He knows everything about assholes. Oh, it's not. It's just, I think more came out. Okay, Grandpa, we got to go see Dr. Xavier. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. I'll always remember you.
Yeah. We're updating the wiki to say you died in this episode. Okay. So unless we hear otherwise, we're assuming you're dead. Right, yep, I'm dead. That's it. Bye, Grandpa. Bartholomew Hillbillies, everybody. Pour one out. He's dead. Mote Fathers Bartholomew, the Screaming Urn, Archaeologist Hillbillies. And he's dead. But he could come back at some point, I guess. It's been done before, but he's gone for now. Just like Dmitry Alaskievich. After we get this ass cleaned up, we need to go sort out all of his personal effects. Well, clearly. What would you think this episode was going to be on, Clark? Well I, well, I mean... Not address the thing that happened in the last episode? Well, I mean, once it starts out with me shitting out my asshole, some, you know, it could go into a medical route, but I don't want to... Nah, doctor, we don't need to see Dr. Xavier on screen. We can do it in the transition. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Dr. Xavier got my asshole tucked right back inside my asshole. I was getting worried about you. You kind of look like a baboon. Oh, yeah. It, it, you know, it really started to swell up once Beverly was playing with it, tugging on it and straightening it out. I just... Tristan, tell me if I'm wrong. If you saw, you know, just a new orifice coming out of your partner, wouldn't you want to fuck it? I mean, no, I probably wouldn't want to, you know, kind of think about it. Like, I don't know if that's ever been done. I'm sure not. Like fucking a butt, like getting fucked by a butthole? Instead of fucking the butthole? I, I guarantee it. I can't. It never has happened. Well, what what the uh, story didn't tell you is it did take you three days to get the operation done. You've really been putting it off, and you haven't been doing any of the personal affairs, anything. I know. And story picks up three days later. That's just how it goes. You know, uh, when you're in the coma, you you know, once they put you in the medically in this coma. You know, I saw Shelly Ann while I was in the coma. Did you? Yeah, we came across each other in the coma-verse. The Comaverse, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't believe it until I was there, but yeah, I saw her. She's doing well. She's praying. She's loving. I gotta tell you, Cluck, I don't know if I believe you, because I think if that would have happened, the episode would have touched on it. Well, it's, it's touching on it now. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just weird to think that there's some sort of Comaverse out there that you wouldn't let Shelly Ann was in. What did she say? Oh, she was just eating, praying, and loving. She just, you know, doesn't know how to get back to her body. Lost her way. She didn't say anything about me? But she misses you. Yeah, I mean, she said... Yeah. Oh, yeah, she misses me. So that came after the fact. She's just eating, praying, well, and loving. I didn't want to scare her, you know, and tell her that her mortal body had a baby. You know, she didn't know anything about it. What does the baby have to do with me? I mean, it's... My baby, but, like, her missing me. How could I expect her to miss a baby she doesn't even know exists? She was, it's different in the coma-verse, you know, you don't think about partners or really anything like that. So it's honestly nice that she said to you at all, you know? You weren't thinking about me in your coma. It's a, it's just a different <laughs> way to be, Beverly. <laughs> you weren't thinking about me, I was thinking about you that whole time. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Dr. Xavier had me put on the forceps or whatever that thing, vice grip, that put your asshole back in. And you were just out there looking at Shelly Ann, eat, pray, and love, and I bet you were looking at her tits. No, I would- He better not be looking at her tits. I wasn't looking at Shelly Ann's tits, alright? We, we just had a quick lunch- Got a little, you know, hung out a little bit, and I tried to give her directions back to the body, but she, you know, she's a woman. She doesn't understand directions. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. But suffice it to say, she's okay. You know, she's okay. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, can we talk about what happened the other day? <laughs> like, <laughs> we kind of just been going about a business as if it didn't happen, but, like... Well, I mean... Dude's dead. Yeah, I know. I just, like, so far, it's like I don't even want to believe that it happened. Like, I keep hoping that it was a prank, and that any second he's going to come out of the vat of acid and say, Oh, no, it wasn't the vat of acid. It was, you know... Why? Why are you saying you hope that happens? Or you're, you're uh, because what? I'm just scared. I mean, we killed a man, you know. We watched. We've killed plenty. You're right, and he was a bad guy. He was a horrible man who sex trafficked, and now we have his checkbook. Yes, it's. Uh, he definitely did us a favor by uh, right before he spawned that vat of acid that he was so keen on dipping Tumbolino in. I was sitting there in the panic room watching you guys. I couldn't believe it. I, I blink my eyes one second I look back. <laughs> He's dangling over a vat of acid. It, it, it's crazy. It can only be described as part of the magic man, right? I mean, did the magic man give him some sort of vat of acid pill? I, no, I never even thought of that. You know, it's possible. I mean, how else does a man spawn a vat of acid? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was God or something. And I don't know what he was thinking because he spawned the vat of acid and then he started emptying out his pockets. He took the checkbook out. He took millions of dollars in cash out, a couple credit cards. Maybe he thought it was a swimming pool and he just wanted to take a dip. Well, but he was pretty clear that it was... It was a vat of acid because he told us so. He was going to kill our baby in it, and then... Well, I guess that would make him the first person to ever lie, Clark. <laughs> yeah, I know. What is this, Ricky Gervais's The Invention of Lying? And he's Ricky Gervais? No, he ain't... He's not no, any Ricky no, Gervais. No, he's not Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais, he was a good guy. May his soul rest in peace. Can't believe COVID got him. I know. The, the Brits, they didn't wear their masks. Oh, well, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm writing my check a million. I'm writing myself a million dollars. I got a go ATV on my on my eyes. I mean, it's been long time. Ours is now the last month. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, Beverly. Now we got to think. Take this. We got to think carefully because somebody might watch the money. You know, somebody might have access to the account too and start seeing that money is being spent. What man in his right mind would give out his password? Really? Not me, that's for sure, not me. No, I always use the really strong password that the thing recommends, like, right now my password is 3, lowercase x, uppercase q, uppercase x, uppercase f, lowercase i, underscore, 3, 4, uppercase 3. Beverly, why are you writing this down? Well, I'm always, always want to look at that porn collection he talks about. Oh, that's a good idea, keep that down, keep that written. Yeah, but, uh... I mean, it's a really strong password, so I don't think anybody's ever going to get it. No, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Okay, well, maybe you're right, Beverly. Maybe nobody will see the money, but maybe we should do something uh, like make it look real, you know? Make it look like some sort of purchase from us, you know? Go through and see. Only something that he would make? Is that what you're saying? Just make it look like it, yeah, like... Uh, what would he buy, vodka? Well, I mean, he would buy... Uh, goat of sex baby um he would buy and we don't have to sell anything where would he even order that wayfair.com no i mean we would just put in that he gave it to us like we would put it in legit. oh in the memo yeah like we would put it legit you know uh oh 
I got an idea. Let's open up a new business account in, like, Switzerland or Russia or some shit and call it Sex Babies International. Okay, okay, I like this idea. Make it one of those fucking shadow corporations, what do they call them? Uh, shadow corporations sounds right to me. Yeah, some shit where it's hard to trace the money back to us, but in reality, it's a shell corporation. That's it, that's it, shell, the gas company, yes. No, well, that's not a bad idea. We could invest in gas and fuel. Because when I buy that new ATV, I'm going to need plenty. That's true. But hang on, you got to hold off on the ATV. Hold off on the ATV. Why would I have to hold off on the... Can I just use the funds in Goat Island for now, since we know we're going to have more coming in? Uh, yes. I don't see why you could yeah. do that. I yeah, mean, you I'm... could definitely do that, yeah. I know the treasurer by name, so, well, you're all good. Oh, yeah, I'm, ba- I'm basically Queen Bee of this bitch. I'm getting an ATV. I don't care if they can't eat yet. I want to drive. Oh, yeah, you're going to drive. But, you know, I think we should do something else because with the money, I think it would be important to honor, you know, DG because without DG, who knows what would have happened, you know? He he, he yeah. took Dimitri out and he also, you know, was able to help save Tomolino. Yeah, Beverly, I don't know why it, Clark has such a great point here. I don't know why you're being such a selfish cunt because I didn't see you headbutting Dimitri into a bad acid. You know... DG loves ATVs. Why wouldn't you buy it for him? Suddenly, I'm the bad guy. When the bad guy this whole time is... You know what, Clark? Fuck you. And you know what, Tristan? Fuck you. Do this episode without me, then. Cunts. Wait, don't leave. Don't leave. See ya. Never Oh, fuck. Uh, Well, I guess we're we're gonna have to have somebody new just suddenly walk into this, I guess. (laughs) It's just me and you, Clark. What if we did, what if we made a solid gold statue of DG? I like it. And placed it in the center of town and did a ceremony to unveil it. I think that's a great idea, but we can't tell anybody, you know, it's solid gold. They're gonna just (laughs) break it down so they can buy bread. (laughs) So let's just tell them it's like painted gold well everything's gonna start to get better around here now that we have unlimited access to dimitri's billions of dollars with seemingly no that's true but we don't want to be like uh somebody you know spends the entire fortune on just living large i mean we gotta you're right the the statue will hold the vast majority of our wealth think about how much a fucking statue of dg is worth of solid gold he is a he is a big guy yeah, come on, let's do it. All right, let's get it commissioned. You know, there's. You wonder if the Bhagavida, the new Bhagavida, has probably got a good statue guy. Yeah, probably. We going to go to India? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, maybe in the transition. Okay. Hi, I'm Nancy Sachs, and today I am here to present the. National Award for... Can you turn up the teleprompter? The National Award for Heroic Ceremonies or some shit like that. We're honoring DG today. Come on. Come on up on the stage, everybody. Thank you for having us, Nancy. We're back. We're in downtown. Downtown Goat Island. Right here in the heart of the future of Goat Island. Hi, President Clark County. Fire it up! Ready to blow! Fire it up! Ready to blow! Thank you, everybody. Hey, Clark! Uh, yes? Clark! What? Clark County! What? Hi! 
Hi. I'm hungry. Uh, this is so... Uh, uh, come back up later, little boy. The soup kitchen... The... I'm hungry. The grass craters don't open until Monday, all right? They, we have to grow, the, you know, the rules. Everybody eats Monday to Friday, and then the next Monday to Friday, it is closed. Got to regrow the grass. Until then, if you've got the extra money, you can go to Goat Island McDonald's now. Yeah, we gotta, you know, at some point, when that's not DG's ceremony, we have to address this problem. Oh yeah, we're going to start passing out stimuluses now that we've got some Dimitri's money. (laughs) Okay, stimuluses. Hello everybody, I'm Tristan. I'm part of the Goat Council. Everybody's gonna get stimulus as soon. Thank you. Thank you. We're just getting this in. This is in honor of DG. It came from the DG trust fund that he left behind for us. Now, everybody, we're all here today because the island we came to know and love was under attack. And thanks to one man, we have successfully, and I mean successfully, defended it. And not only did we defend it, we came out more prosperous than we ever did. We're better than we ever were. Can I get a little more cheers here? <laughs> like, really? Cluck, do you want to say a few words in honor of DG uh, before we bring him up? Yes, uh, what started out as a man who was a security guard at the... Well, really, he was a dairy guy back on the farm at the nursery. And from there, I saw him, and we became close friends, and he became my security guard. And from that day forward, history was forged. Now today, on this rock, we have erected a statue to commemorate a heroic man and his heroic act of heroism for being a hero. And without further ado, Big Pisser! Hold on, hold on! I'm getting her. She's run. She's running. Okay. I'm getting her. She wants to spray her. She's spraying on the statue. Hang on. Oh. Okay. Come it's here. It's your territory. Yep. You're allowed. This is. We want you to smell like home. Yep. We don't want you to get lost. Oh, there's piss all over the stage. Okay. Hold. Continue your ceremony. Sorry. She's going to mop that. She's got the Swiffer wet jet, and she's going to mop it up. I'm pressing the button. I'm loving this. It's so easy. I think we should give these out to everybody. You all want Swiffer wet jets? This is going to be one clean island. Let's get the man, the myth, the hero out here. Dairy guy! <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> What's going on, dudes? I just want to say, y'all, this has been, like, just truly unbelievable. I mean, first I win fucking Survivor Motif Island, and then I just, like, saved, like, I feel like I've been kind of, like, more like a secondary character. Like, I mean, at some point, like, maybe I was primary or, you know, like, main character, protagonist level, but, like, no. I've been cast aside too many times, and I come a little bit more than when it's convenient, but not much more. And so, like, to be the person who's, like, behind two big things, fucking rad, dude. We, we love you, DG. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Clark. And, uh, Clark and Tristan, just since you were up here, I just wanted to thank you and, like, the entire council for finally, finally legalizing goat weed. 
Oh, absolutely. It has been a great, uh, a great thing for our family, our friends, and, uh, Speaking of goat weed, you know who has really enjoyed having goat weed blown in his face ever since the accident? Who? The person you rescued, Thumbelino! Prince Thumbelino! Oh, what's up, little dude? Can I be his godfather, dude? Like, I would saved the boy's life. Of course, DG, of course. I would not want anybody else to be Thumbelina's godfather. Uh, but you will, you know, Carissa is his godmother, of course. Uh, we only had one wheelchair, oh. so uh, we kind of set her on. That's okay, I guess. Like, I don't know why she would be a grandma, well, but, like, you know what? She probably was going to kill it. Teach it some, like, ancient, like, AI advice. Well, we only had one wheelchair, and after Thumbelina's bottom half was burnt off in the acid, we just, you know, we had to sit them on her lap. Why are you lying? You stitched him to me. We didn't have any other- we don't have- okay, we didn't have- I am some sort of tusk, walrus-type creature now. No, Carissa- Like the movie Tusk. Fuck. Carissa. No. Go lay down. Go lay down. Turn off Carissa and let's just keep Thumbelino out there. No. Please do not send me back to the comaverse. Uh, Thumbelino doesn't like it when she's turned off, apparently. It probably hurts having half of your lit body burnt off. I mean, Dr. Xavier said she's in no pain. Well, then he's just angry. Oh, well, everybody, Thumbelino! All right, Nancy, do you want to do the honors of unveiling the statue? What? Do you want to do the honors of unveiling the statue? Clark, I am hard of hearing, not... I speak the language. You don't have to speak to me like I'm dumb. Yes, I will. Sorry, I didn't know. No big deal. Here it is, everybody. Ready for the sheet to come down? Move that sheet! Woo! Oh! It's so beautiful. Clark! Dude, you shouldn't have. What the fuck, dude? It's gold. No, 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 no. It is. Little pisser. I'm getting her. Big pisser, shut up. I'm trying, Clark. I'm trying. No, DG, be careful when you say it's gold because it is painted gold, everybody. It's real gold, DG. It's painted gold. Oh, dude, dude. How did you know gold was my favorite color? Uh, just because of every... That's you. That's you, brother. You're gold. Dude, it looks just like me. Yeah, well, I mean, it better look look just like you. The Baga Vida, he doesn't... He doesn't go cheap. No, he does not. He knows... He, uh... He knows how to invest a lot of wealth into a statue. What is that music? Do you hear that? Yeah, the, the thing that's going bing, 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 bong. Bing, 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 bong. Yeah, what is that? It sounds vaguely Russian. I I mean, somebody's probably just playing the, the music or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, this oh, party's yeah, happening yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You're, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I kind of thought it was like the like after party for me, dude. Well, we do have an after party planned, so everybody enjoy this statue. No vandalizing. DG, thank you for your act of heroism. Thank you, dude. You are a true hero, and we like to honor heroes. Yeah! <laughs> it's a gold place, and this hand gets colder. Level up now, wait till you but get But the medium man begs to differ. 
judge by the hole in the satellite picture. The world's on fire. How about yours? Hey now, you're an all-star. Game on, go play. Wild after party. You're telling me. That was so much fun, DG. Oh my god, dude. Thank you so much. Here, give me a go hug. Come on. Oh yeah, brother. Go thug. Go thug. Nuts on that, dude. You have a safe night getting home, DG. Oh, dude, for sure. I got my ATV. Get there. Drive safe. You know, I know you've tied a few on. Don't worry, dudes. I got the rest of my life ahead of me. Oh, Beverly. That is a good man right there. That sure is, and you know who else is? Who? You, honey. Oh, thank you, Beverly. This has been the perfect day. It really has. Nothing spooky, nothing crazy has gone on. Just everything we had planned, and it went off without a hitch. You know, this is exactly what Grandpa would have wanted, us to live our life and just move on without him. Exactly, and who would have known that just maybe 30 minutes ago all that happened with us flushing Grandpa? Crazy 30 minutes. Time flies. <laughs> that it does. That it does. Until next time. Stay moat. Hello and welcome to Motave. I guess we're just switching things up a lot here. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Got really high before this episode and I'm not ashamed to say it. No. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. You know, it's my day off. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's my day off, I'll get high if I want to, high if I want to. Is that a song? No. Oh, that sounded good. It, that's, that's, uh, it's my party, I'll cry if I want to. Oh, I don't know that one. But then there's also, you know, of course, I'm so freaking bored, nothing to do today. <laughs> I guess I'll sit around and medicate. God, that song is cringe, but like it's I like so listening cringe. to it. I don't like I don't know why I like listening to it, but it's cringe. Why, oh why does God hate me? <laughs> when all I want is to feel numb, but the medication's all gone. <laughs> oh why, oh why can't God fix me? It's so dramatic. <laughs> when all I want is to get high, if we get this so-called life. I think what's most cringe about that song is he's like, I am so freaking bored. Yeah, oh yeah. Why not just say fucking? I'm so freaking bored. <laughs> Who could forget? Go home and get stoned. I don't know that one. That's the same band who made a. With the lips of an. Oh, That'd be Ender. a perfect song for Grandpa. Anyway, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think we've dead. already done it. <laughs> We did already do it, you're right. Too many these fucking uh, deceased. If it's not perfect, I'll perfect it till my heart explodes. Hush, you know. And there's the classic uh, that we've also done. Artie sang it in the musical, I think. Bottom of a bottle. Go to the truck! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it just a <laughs> Like, you really strained yourself for that one. It's, cla- it's like perfect for Artie. Is that, is that just a Motif episode? Is that on YouTube? I think it got I think it got removed from YouTube, like or made private uh, because of the copyright. But yeah, it's on Spotify. 
Okay, I tried to listen to it recently on YouTube and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I think it got. I, I'm pretty sure it's uh it's blocked on there because of the amount of songs that we did. <laughs> but they're all covers. They're all like they could be parody. I know, but they. Uh, Mr. Chewbacca says no. Mr. Chewbacca. Yeah, do you remember that Ed Bassmaster video back in the day? Oh, that sounds so familiar. Mr. Chewbacca says no. Yeah, he's got all the. He's out on the uh, the Hollywood. The Walk of Fame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, harassing a man dressed as Chewbacca. <laughs> and he's like, he's, like, going up and trying to get an interview with Chewbacca. And he's, like, uh, he the, the guy that's playing Chewbacca will only agree to the interview if he gives him a tip. And he's, like, I want to ask Chewbacca's question, but uh, Mr. Chewbacca... No, if that's right, he's at that point... He's trying to do the same thing to a man dressed as Michael Myers, and he's yeah, like, and then I want to have an interview with Michael's Meyer, but Mr. <laughs> Chewbacca says no. <laughs> and it's the delivery. Is that Ed Bassmaster? Yeah, oh yeah. He's funny, dude. Why did I forget about him? It is, he, he is a classic one. I think he had, like, a TV show at some point, and I think at that point, like... He, like, peaked. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Like, how do you go back to YouTube after TV right. like that? I loved his character, Always Testy. Oh, yeah. Is that, that's the... That's, like, the guy from, like, the dumbass guy from Philly. I'm pretty sure that's how I discovered his videos. Is he the one that's always going, like, psh? No, that's psh. Oh, gotcha. Testy's this guy who's, like, he's just like, <laughs> hey, he's like, hey, yo, let me get nappy. <laughs> you know, like, like, yeah. places, like, can I get nappy? He's ridiculous. <laughs> he's, like, dumb as fuck. He does him so well. But the shh guy is hilarious, too. There was that guy, and then there was... Who, the one that was, like, really popular was, like, a... Just look at yeah, it. Yeah, just look... Would you look at it? Would you just look at... And that one I hated. I started to hate that one. I like Swollen. You remember that one? <laughs> the man, he had, like, this, like... He's, like, swollen genital area. And he would, like, walk around, he's, like, shorts, he's just, like... <laughs> I... <laughs> I want to have to show you a picture of it because, like, it was fucking hilarious when he went into public like that. I do kind of remember that. There was a time when I was really a fan of Ed Bassmaster. Of course, you. I think you definitely introduced me to the young man, but I. I don't think any of them ever <laughs> made me laugh as much as that. Mister Chewbacca says no. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But this fucking swollen guy is fucking ridiculous. Sorry, Spotify listeners. Look it up. <laughs> they could look it up. <laughs> Get, oh, yeah, or YouTube. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, there he is. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah. He's fucking disgusting. So ugly. So ugly. He has good content. I like you. He did, yes. I don't know. I can't say, I can't vouch for modern Ed Bassmaster because I don't, I haven't watched him in probably like 10 years. Probably, yeah. That's crazy. Dude, the fact that like, you know, I was referring earlier today before the podcast as a, like a really quick edited video as like a 2010 vlog mm-hmm. that was 12 years ago yeah but that's like what i think of when i think of a vlog i don't think of like the vlog style that like casey neistat popularized mm-hmm. the like cinematic vlog cinematic dude if i have to see one more goddamn drone shot in my entire <laughs> life i'm gonna blow my fucking brains out of some like mundane place now i agree with you on that because like when people are doing it in youtube videos it's like oh my god come on and there's always like some song in the background like I gotta say though, there's uh in the new uh Kardashian series on Hulu, the very first episode, 
I mean, it's literally, it might as well just be, it's like, it, it is literally just a new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but just now produced by Hulu instead of E. Yeah, yeah, Stephanie was telling me about it. It's it's honestly, it has like a different vibe. That's it's, what it's I hear. Weird. Yeah, it has like a different vibe. I kind of like it. But anyway, it starts with this, what I thought was actually a really impressive drone shot. This like really like long drone sequence, because uh, apparently it had been a long time in between like the filming of the last season of the old show and the first season of this show. And so there's like this like little catch up drone shot that they do where like it starts at, I mean, and it's, it's pieced together, but did you see that one drone shot? That's like, that went really viral where it was one long shot of a, like it like flies into the bowling alley and like down the lanes and around the pins and catches like all this stuff. And it was like, no, but I, I feel like I get the idea of what you're saying. Almost like a, like a choreographed shot. Yeah, exactly. With with a drone that can pretty much go anywhere. Yeah. And it was, it went really viral. That's artistic. Yeah, exactly. In the, and I really liked it in that like bowling alley video that it went viral and it was like really cool because it was all choreographed and like, you know, somebody rolls the ball and that's like as the drone catches up with it and it follows down, sees the pins break, goes behind to see the guy like setting them back up. It was cool. Uh They do it in the Kardashians, you know, it starts at like, it like flies over Chloe's house and she's like hanging out with. Tristan in the backyard and they're like we got to get ready to go to Kim's and it flies over like across the street to Chris's house and f- through the window and it's like you know it was it was cool okay, it that's was really cool. interesting yeah yeah it was a cool drone shot but they're they're definitely gay when it's just like somebody using their personal drone. their personal drone yeah. and like they're just like they're just like sitting there like all right let's get to it and then it just like flies up and then you see him <laughs> just like sitting there like like, just, like it's just like trying to make mm-hmm. things that aren't epic epic Right. And, and, like, it was really cool when Casey Neistat started that. Mm-hmm. But it's just so overdone and copy now that, like, I don't want any part of it. That being said, I as I'm sitting here, I just started envisioning. I'm like, I want to see high-quality <laughs> drone footage of, like, the C.J. Brown dam and Reservoir. Okay, Zach, you, you, you got a really <laughs> yeah. good point there. Yeah, like, I want to see, like, some really high-res footage of that. Like, it'd just be like, wow. And, like, you know what? I want it to, I want it to like, fly into that big, you know, you're coming up, you know, you're coming from uh, Villa Road and, so, and going towards, you know, whoop, yeah, whoop, towards uh, Columbus Road. And you, like, the, bri- the dam is right there, yes. like, the walking path. And you're coming by, and it's like, um, <laughs> you know, I want to see that. You know, there's that. The, what I'm thinking is that big, uh, that big water outlet that's like shooting out water. Yeah, like, like right yeah. near there. I want to fly the fucking drone up in there. <laughs> you know that's, what I mean? Dude, that's see a where great the fuck idea. That goes. You know what I mean? You can do some cool stuff with a drone. Yeah, dude, you're like, making me want to get like a nice drone. The only other drone footage I've ever wanted to see, <laughs> besides the the drone footage we just created, <laughs> is the footage of everything that we had thrown on top of the upper valley mall (laughs) when you brought your drone there that's probably gone though you think no i know that yeah i mean i'm sure that but i wish that we had still i wish we had been able to get better footage at the time yeah that was a shitty little drone i mean it could have been really interesting to see all the shit that was up there (laughs) i mean they're ike dude Maybe by the end of the year, I'll have a drone. Let's do it. Let's do it. Fly it up. I love how I went from, like, being a drone hater to, like, being like, <laughs> I might have one by the end of this year. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We, we just buy, like, a few examples and instantly you're like, I'm going to have to buy one now. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't want to, like, make it, like, it's just overdone. You know, and, like, Casey Neistat did a lot for vlogs. He really did. 
I certainly borrowed elements from them, which then, you know, we both did like yeah. indirectly, mainly just kind of like setting up shots where you're just candidly doing things. Right. I like that. I think it's cool. It's a better vlog. Yeah, I definitely prefer that to, you know, like, hey, what's up, you guys? Like talking directly to the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I interestingly, like, as much as I hate it, like, I really have been enjoying watching the, and they're so gay, but, like, watching <laughs> Ryland's vlogs from, you know, Shane, Shane Dawson's Dawson. Ryland. I don't know why I, like, I don't know why I do it, but, like, when they come out, I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I watch it, and it's like, why am I watching this? What does he do in them? Does it just live in his life? Yeah, and, and a lot of the times it's just like, you know, it's, you know, of course they bring in Mr. Dawson because it's part of his life, you know, of course, and, you know, for the views. Uh, but, you know, he'll include his family, which, you know, they're nice people. They seem like they're nice folks. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's just like random shit that they do. Like, oh, we're going to the fucking, we're going to get a fucking couch today. And they go to just a bunch of different couch stores and along the way, they're like, oh, we're getting crunk. It's like the worst kind of content, but for some reason, here I am watching it. Well, I don't think I watch any vlogs now. Yeah. I'd like to. I mean, I'd like to see, like, somebody entertaining who, like, does shit I guess I want to do. Is that what it's like, or you're just, like, kind of... I don't know. I think it's just because, like, I... It's kind of, like, the fact of, like, I have watched their other content, so I'm just like, okay, okay. like, it's more... It's, like, a different kind of content, but it's, like, still, like, more of that that kind of... You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no. I had... Recently, last night, uh, somebody was trying to make a case to me to watch Markiplier. I've never watched The Young Man, but, like... I can't say that I have either, but I... I might give it a shot, but people love him. I didn't realize he was so popular as he uh, was. To me, it seems cringe. What is he? Like, what does he do? He video games, right? Like, I mean, he's a, vid- well, he's a gamer, right? Well, apparently he's more than that now. Like, he makes movies. Oh. I mean, sometimes that happens. You know, I guess I could see that. I'm not saying I would be completely, like, turned off to something that he created, but, like, I would not want to see, like, to me, what made him the most famous was video game, like, Let's Plays. Yeah, I don't I like Let's I don't Plays. I, I don't like him at all. But you know what actually would be fun though is doing like a Minecraft series together or something. Oh yeah, that would be fun. that would that would be really fun. Yeah, that would be cool. We should do that. <laughs> we should do that. It's a good idea. And because like instantly as soon as you said it, I'm like, and that's something that can happen via distance. So it's like right. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know why we haven't thought of this so far. <laughs> I don't know. Start like a little Minecraft realm and like hell yeah, that sounds fun. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Okay, folks, you're hearing a you're hearing a we can make Austin Zach zero zero type like content like we can making fucking make Goat Island. Oh my god, That's, right? Like <laughs> make right. the big DG yeah. statue. Right. Wow, crazy! You heard it here first, folks. We're we're going back. We're making a let's play. It's interesting Fuck, that yeah. every, like literally both things that we brought up were like we don't like that drones and let's plays, and now we want both. Maybe we're being too critical of them because we secretly do want them. I guess you're right. And any sort of any sort of justification, we're like, okay, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why has that been the theme of this episode? Definitely not planned. No, not at all, not dude. At all. I'm like already really pumped up for this Minecraft let's play. Oh, yeah, me too. But here's what I don't want. I don't want it to be unfinished in the sense that, like, so many Minecraft worlds get created and then abandoned. Right. I want the I want it to really be like a metropolis. Oh, yeah. Of the of like our shit of like what we want to make. But we really put our mind to it, don't we? We really. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Creative mode for sure. I remember the one of my favorite. uh, 
And th- it's really interesting to think about, but do you remember the one server that we played on and I had just either, I guess I had just started watching Breaking Bad and I came as Walter White. Yes, I do and remember that. you hadn't that. seen it yet. You hadn't like seen, I, mean, I think you had like heard of it, obviously. How could you not? But you like, I, and I just remember like telling you about it and I'm like, and the whole time I'm playing as Walter White, and we started like sell like cooking meth. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, you had like a fun. whole like cauldron. It was like right when those were added in. Yeah, it was really fun. That was really fun. I remember like heading to the spawn and like making a deal with somebody else in the server. They're like, "I've got like, I've got potions, you know. Meet me at the spawn." And they're like, "Is that fucking Heisenberg?" Like, is it, <laughs> like just hilarious. Yeah, we were playing on like a legit server, weren't we? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah, it was fun. That was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That, and I also recently remembered Cole Emery Robertson. That's so random. I forgot we played with that kid. How did we know the him? Other, what's the other? What's the other one's William, name? William. William. Wh- wh- yeah, is it William? It's something with a W, dude. Yeah, I know. I felt like W two. I felt like W as well. Warren. 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 Maybe I still have him on my phone. I think Warren Winters. Warren, Warren Winters. Winters. Yep. <laughs> Cole Emery Robertson. Yeah. How did we meet those kids? These were kids we like played Minecraft with a lot. We, yeah, we were just playing on their. Uh, we randomly discovered their server on like some website where you could like you know host a link to your server. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, and we started playing on their server, and they started like fucking with us. They like came over and and like were like griefing us and like watching us, and it was really creepy. And we're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like. And then they're finally like, we're, you know, we started being like, we're going to leave. Like, fuck this server. <laughs> fuck this. And uh, and I don't remember why, but then eventually they revealed themselves and like, we're not going to, you know, like, we're, you know, we're not going to fuck with you anymore. And for whatever reason, you invited them. I mean, we obviously we were like talking about it. So I'm sure we both agreed. But, well, for whatever reason. I probably did like just be like, you guys want to Skype? <laughs> yeah, you literally were like, do you want to join our Skype call? <laughs> and they did. <laughs> that's so funny and then we just started playing with them yeah and then we had them on like facebook texted yeah, oh, them yeah. i'm pretty sure at some point you were trying to get in warren winter's pants oh yeah oh yeah warren, or yeah, maybe yeah. the whole time that you were just like oh it's <laughs> hit on them <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were all yeah. teenagers right oh we? yeah 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 they might i know they were a little younger than us but i don't think yeah. it was like anything too bad no it was like we i think we were like 15 and they were like 13 maybe i I guess, but then when you say that, it's like thirteen. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. How, their voices certainly hadn't dropped yet. No, for sure. And it was interesting because, like, they were from Texas. Were they? I think I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive that they were from Texas. So, like, randomly, two you know high schoolers from Ohio and two younger, maybe middle schoolers. Oh no, I don't think they were from Texas. Maybe like they were or, smart enough to make their own server. Oh yeah, and I mean, but I mean, you got to give the younger kids credit, you know. They, I want to say maybe we were like sixteen and they were like thirteen, fourteen. I don't think it was like yeah. as bad as I don't think they were preteens. No, it was. And it, it couldn't have been any worse than hanging out with JT. You know what I mean? Not no, I think bad, they were kind of like yeah, a JT they were like type. The same age, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't anything creepy as far no. as I remember, but fucking hilarious that we played with them. So funny, and like multiple times, like we like get, make you know. Hang, get on Skype with them multiple times. Like, you want to join, hang out on Skype? Yeah, I think, Winters. like, I just, I really am just remembering you being very interested in Warren Winters. <laughs> <laughs> That's really coming back. Like, because Cole Emery Robertson, he was more, like, chubby, I think. Kind of like a chubby, yeah. kind of uglier kid. But Warren Winters, he was, 
like kind of slim, kind of muscular. Yeah, kinda. he was, and he had like he had like an alternative hairstyle, you know, yeah, he like did. A Jordan Turner haircut, kind of. Yep. Not as long and ugly as Jordan Turner's hair, but what are them boys up to? I don't know. I don't know what them boys are up to. They must have deleted us on Facebook a long time ago or something. I guess, or like maybe we did. I kind of remember there was a time like where like something happened. But I don't remember what, like, when we were like, we hate Cole Emery Robertson. Oh, I found him. Lives in LaPorte, Texas. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> what? Let me share my screen here. Look at this young man. Cole Emery Robertson. Who would have... Cole? Is this him? I, I guess. That's oh, him! Yep, that's Cole Emery Robertson. That's him! Sure. Yep, that's Cole Emery Robertson. Damn, Cole. <laughs> I can't believe that's Cole Emery Robertson. Did you <laughs> You're sending him a Facebook request as you're... I want to reach out and be like, hey, do you remember playing Skype with with me and my friend? I would hope they do. Now, I don't know. I tried to look up Warren Winters just now, too, and I didn't see him. Houston, Texas. Maybe look in uh, Cole Emery Robertson's friends That's and a good see idea. if you can see Warren Winters. But maybe they had a falling out. I'm going to message him and say, Cole, you may not remember me. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> under the name of your Facebook account. Rose, you're going to get this shit sprayed out of you. He's not here. Text him. <laughs> Text him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if they're still in my contacts after all these years. I know they're not mine. Let me see. Cole Emery Robertson. There he is. And let me see. Warren Winters. Nope, I don't still have Warren Winters. The only Warren I have is Luke Warren, and even he doesn't speak to me. <laughs> I don't think it's anything bad. No, well, no, I mean, it's interesting, though, that, that Luke Warren runs a semi-successful Instagram meme page. I know, that is weird. What's his name? Big Luke the Freak? Yeah. Check out our friend Luke Warren's <laughs> fucking meme page. He is. It's very successful. I mean, he has tens of thousands, of, at least, I think. I think so. I, I wonder what, I really wonder what he's up to ever since we knew him. Like, I wonder if he still likes politics. I don't know. He never really posts about it. I remember, though, he did share one time, like, you know, his, his I voted sticker, you know, with some sort of meme over it in his Instagram story. So he definitely is still a part of the process. Speaking of which, just while we're in the, in the, I voted in the May this primary uh so everybody especially now that the supreme court has essentially turned over roe v wade y'all should uh y'all should go vote have they essentially done it already oh yeah i mean well they haven't like done it they haven't officially done it but they released their intention to yeah yeah they leaked their intention to so i mean it's all but done i mean but that's exactly what we were all worried about like that's what i cried about when Donald Trump was elected, you know, that, and I mean, so many other things, but instantly I'm like, Roe v. Wade, gone, you know, uh, gay it's marriage, really heartbreaking. gone, and here we are, and here it's happened. One way you can do it, even though it's cringe, is to go vote. I voted the other day early, and it all it took was literally, as soon as I got done working my event at the Savannah Civic Center, I walked downstairs, and in the same building, I was able to vote. You know, I did not vote the other day. Well, you know, it's a, a primary election, give and take. You know, everybody should vote in every election, but as long as you vote in a general election, you know, I think you get you get your civic point for the year. Yeah. Uh, it, you it, Like, a primary is sort of above and beyond. Everybody should vote in every election, but the primary is a sort of above and beyond. <laughs> yeah, and like... I just, I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't even know about it to the day of, and I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, it's not, I mean, honest to God, like, especially, and it's, 
it's unfortunate that the situation in Ohio is such that, like, honestly, I don't think any Democrat has any chance there, any statewide Democrat. I mean, especially I agree. for whatever reason, like when my mom sent, you know, I at the beginning of the year, I had my mom fill out her, you know, absentee requests for all the elections this year, which obviously uh-huh. is only two. But so when her primary ballot came in, she's like, who should I vote for? Because I am not voting for Nan Whaley. I don't know what she has against Nan Whaley, but what that's... The fuck? <laughs> I've never heard anything bad about her. Right. Too so progressive? Like, I don't know, but in November, when the time comes, she's probably going to vote for Mike DeWine, and there's nothing I can do about it, you know? Ick. You know, <laughs> fucking Abigail was talking to their new CEO the other day, and apparently he's friends with Mike DeWine. Uh. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I, you know, get credit where credit's due. He was one of the most, he was one of the better governors. Like, if you had to have a Republican governor in the last few years like he was one of the better ones yeah but he's all on board for the abortion yeah ban. you just don't want that you just, yeah we don't want that but ohio wants that yeah i don't and so like it, it you know with these random things like with people like it, with my mom who is for all intents and purposes a democrat at least votes democrat she's not gonna vote for nan whaley and if she's not gonna vote for nan whaley then there's no way nan whaley's gonna win you know what i mean so it's yeah because your 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 mom is representative of a lot of people in ohio yeah more progressive person in ohio it's just weird to see ohio go red like this it is and like and at the same time like there's a fighting chance for democrats in georgia you know what I mean? Yeah, what's like, happening? They, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird. And a lot of it's due to Stacey Abrams, you know, who I saw the other day at work, which was weird. Yeah, it's fucking random. I don't think, like, I, I didn't get starstruck in any way. Like, I'm not, I mean, I voted for Stacey Abrams the other day because she's the only Democrat running for governor. Uh-huh. But it's, I'm not, like, a huge, you know, like, oh, I, you know, but there she was, you know. I'm like, oh, wow, that's. That's failed gubernatorial candidate turned <laughs> voter voter registration superstar <laughs> Stacey Abrams. You know, I mean, there she is. Uh, but you know, I didn't get to like. Say, I wouldn't have said anything to her anyway. But I I watched her speech later that day, and she's like, because she of course while she's in Savannah, she's going to campaign. And she's like, I know that Atlanta and coastal Georgia are different. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like what <laughs> oh mean, that like the the more metropolitan areas are different than like the backwoods republicans i guess but i mean like well and it is different like there's a lot of times like when i'm down here that it's like it, the other day when i was working at the convention center i was like taking the ferry multiple times a day like across the river to get lunch and like all this shit i'm like i'm living coastally it was really weird yeah that and is i'm weird. like this whole time i'm like i've been living on the coast you know and it and so it's weird that like you know there's a different mentality here in savannah than there and it's like a much it's like a little more laid back i imagine than atlanta which is a much 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 bigger city uh-huh so and uh, you know a lot more crime a lot you know so there are different needs i see savannah, okay. but it's like it's just the most basic thing to say <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean it's like of course there's different needs in atlanta than there are in savannah like we're of course <laughs> i don't know but folks go vote uh it looks like mr quillen has prepared <laughs> His message to Cole Emery Roberts. Oh, I sent it. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to share it with the listener. Oh, I said, Cole, I'm not sure if you remember me, but you, me, Warren, and my friend Zach used to play <laughs> Minecraft together. This is a fake Facebook, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it almost seems like I made the Facebook just to message him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. 
You're right. That's fucking hilarious. I hope he responds. Maybe he'll respond while we're talking about our uh, next little topic. But, you know, we'll see. He might not even. You know what I kind of hate about Facebook is, like, if you're not friends, like, sometimes it'll send it to a different inbox. Yeah, yeah. You can't just get messages like that. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Yeah, they really try to filter the spam. So this last, honestly, this is the first day off I've had in, I mean, a while. You've been working your ass off, dude. I'm impressed. Yeah, thank you, brother. April was a complete turnaround uh, in a good way, but it was kind of like I kind of knew by that point. I'm like, all right, I have to like get my shit together, and then I just kind of did it, <laughs> which was nice, you know. And then like you know, I I know you had said this, and I'm pretty everybody had basically said it. They're like, once you start doing it, it's not as bad as it seems when you first start doing it. And yeah, yeah, that is absolutely true. And, uh, like, literally the other week I worked 46 hours. You know, how did they get me to work overtime? I don't know. (laughs) You know, it's like, I don't know how they did it. It just randomly, all of a sudden, I was working 46 hours. And um, so, like, you know, it's nice. I'm glad. And uh, so, finally, this weekend came. And there were were opportunities to work this weekend, but I uh, briefly mentioned it last week. But I was asked to be in a short film. Now, a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago, I talked about my time in Veronica's room, which was, yes, yes. you know, a terrible, terrible experience. But I mentioned at the time, I was like, I, I want to block almost everybody on Facebook, but I'm like, I'm not going to block, like, you know, Jackie, because, you know, she might have something, you know, something for me to be a part of. It already paid off, you know, and not in a, I mean, it, did you block everybody else? I unfollowed everybody else but stayed their friends so that way, like, if I ran into them in public, it wouldn't be awkward. Uh-huh. Uh, which was really good, by the way, because I ran into Jesse oh. when I went to see that terrible Titanic play. Oh. I, she was there, and she came up, and she's like, hey! I'm like, oh, my God. Fucking kill me. <laughs> kill me, kill me. Oh, my God. We should go hiking. I'm like, yeah, we should. We should go hiking. <laughs> Not... fuck no so anyway jackie messaged me and she's like a few weeks ago and she's like this might be a weird question which i I don't know why but would you want to be in my short film about puppeteers who teach sex education and i'm like that's not a weird question at all (laughs) to me i mean to me that's not a weird question at all like yeah like of course yeah sure because honestly like looking back on it she was like it was most of the faults of Veronica's room stemmed from Jesse. It wasn't really Jackie's fault. Uh-huh. So I was willing to give it another shot. And it was like a short, short script. Like it was eight pages. But I mean, I think that's going to be like five minutes if, she, you know, if it's really drawn out <laughs> because uh-huh. it's not, it's just not that much stuff. So she sent over the script. And at first I was just like, I really couldn't bring myself to like sit down and make myself memorize it. I just like, I couldn't do it. I was just, it was all so simple that when I like read it, I'm like, I don't need to memorize this because it's so simple. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So, like, I, I just like, I couldn't bring myself to do it for the longest time. And so <laughs> I show up on the first day to set and we're shooting. There's like two flashback sequences so it's called Matt and Spratt Take Jersey City, and Matt and Spratt, I play Matt. Matt and Spratt are a, like a Jeff Dunham-type duo, <laughs> and at some point in their career, they were on Broadway, and so there's like two flashback sequences in the movie, in the short film, two when they're on Broadway, and so that was like what we filmed first, 
and she had, which is, this is just looking back on it, this is just crazy. So, like, she needed a stage, obviously, and she needed something that looked like, you know, like a Broadway stage, or like it could at least pass as a Broadway stage. And she, just for literally, like, what will amount to maybe a minute of screen time in this whole thing, dude, maybe a minute, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe a minute of screen time. And she went, and I don't know how she came across the location, but she rented for $500 for the whole day. She rented a theater at the Jewish Education Alliance. You know, just some synagogue downtown. This woman needs to do some better scouting. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know if, I just felt like there could have been so many. I mean, it was a good set, and it looked really good on camera, but I'm like, $500 it is just an astronomical cost for what's going to be such a short part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But that should tell you, I mean, she's really putting, I mean, she calls it her passion project and she is really, I mean, she's like, I've been saving money just to like, at you know, while I'm in grad school, produce film, you know, produce movies. So, Hey, what you know, her power to her. So that's what she's doing. You know, she wrote the script and it's, it's funny, you know, it's silly. Something, theater the theater world's kind of like a circle jerk (laughs) you know it definitely is we all know it and um a lot of people were like literally and i i don't think she's ever going to listen to this but aaron you know is a girl that is in my is in taylor's class who is also in this short film and she was playing the principal so after at some point after Broadway, Matt and Spratt get canceled, and they start doing like school tours and d- talking, like doing various shows at schools. Is like the overarching storyline, and so she plays the principal at the school, and the whole time she's like, "Jackie, this is so brilliant! Like this is just such a good idea, so funny, so good, such a funny idea." You know, I, I've heard other people talk about how like Hollywood will like circle jerk each other like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're you're gonna you're you're gonna go so many places, they'll just blow smoke up everybody's ass, literally, dude. And like it's it's silt like it's it's funny. I don't want to diminish it in any way, but like to me, if like to me, it was. It, I mean, and ultimately, it is just going to end up being like a YouTube video, right? Like, even if she submits it to festivals, like it really is gonna live on YouTube or uh-huh. Vimeo. You know, I mean, a video. So it's like, I don't know, but she, I mean, they had rented, you know, from the school, like checked out. I assume, I hope they didn't have to pay. Like checked out a bunch of equipment, you know, professional lighting, a professional camera. Really? Yeah, I didn't look at the name of it, but it was it was a big. It was like a. It was a professional, like, film camera, and it looked really nice. I mean, the quality of the footage was nice. And so that first day, we show up, and we're filming the flashback scenes, and there's only, you know, right away, there's, like, a kiss within the first, like, two seconds between me and Nick, who plays Spratt, because it's a it's an LGBT film. Jackie identifies as queer. And uh, so it's interesting, because, like, I talked to Taylor about this, and I'm like, is it is it offensive that, like... Because Nick has a girlfriend, too. I mean, I think... I think he's a flaming homosexual, but he has a girlfriend. And, like, obviously, I guess I'm bisexual, so, but I have a girlfriend, too. You know what I mean? So, like, right. two I mean, straight-appearing men, and I'm like, we're playing this gay, these gay characters. It, I, it, ultimately, it doesn't matter, but I'm like, it's one of these, like, weird things that they get you, that the liberals get you thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, instantly, it was weird because, like, you know, you, I've always... I've always heard, like, well, you know, when you're acting, it just, like, it, it's a different kind of thing. Like, because I was kind of nervous about it in the sense, like, I've, I haven't kissed that many people. You know, I kissed Jessica Flippo was my first kiss ever on stage in my favorite year. 
but aside from that, you know, I didn't really have a real, I don't think I, I don't think Haley Myers, yeah, we did have one kiss, so like, I kissed Haley Myers, you know, on stage. On, and, on stage? Yeah, and I, I didn't have to kiss Emily Stringer, good, luckily. <laughs> I kissed Annie Fowler on stage, so I had, like, a few stage kisses, but those were all, like, different. And obviously with women. Yeah, and, you know, Taylor was the first person I kissed romantically, you know, and so this was really, like, it, I was just a little nervous, not any more than any but I was just kind of like, oh, this is going to be weird. So Jackie's directing, and she's like, so then you're going to, like, come to the center of the stage, and then, like, you know, you're bowing to the audience, and then they want you to kiss, so you just, like, look at each other and do a quick kiss. We did it, like, 16, 17 times, you know, in different takes, and dude, nothing. Nothing. You didn't feel anything? Nothing. It was not, it was literally, I mean, just like what they say, like, it just, it is, it, when you're acting, it's just, it was nothing. And I just, it was weird because it's like, I, I guess I've always thought that, but like back in high school, you know, I would, of course I had a crush on Jessica Flippo. Of course I had a right, crush like, on I Haley get to kiss her. So yeah, like, I mean. Ooh, there's like something spicy there when you do it. Yeah, and like, but just for this, it was literally just like, okay, yeah, we kiss. And like, like business. Yeah, I mean, and it was interesting, you know, I finally, I feel like I finally have a firsthand experience. Like, yeah, that that's true. Like it really just, when you're acting and you're both acting you know what i mean it really doesn't that's growth as a character right there yeah oh yeah it's interesting growth as an actor i mean yeah so and then there's so we filmed one scene the first half of the scene is like them coming out and bowing you know kissing each other and then they go backstage which is the second flashback that comes back later in the story but the the thing that bothered me was that like between takes like so, like, when we were in the front of the stage, I was on the right and he was on the left. And then when we turned around, now I'm over here in the next shot and he's, a, like, I should, you know what I mean? Oh, the, the continuity? Yeah, exactly. Like, I should still be on the right. You know what I mean? And so that happened a lot throughout the movie. And I don't, I just started to tell myself, like, well, it's it's absurd. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just Well, they can, they can, like, all all she would have to do is, like, mirror the footage. Yeah, and maybe that's what she'll end up doing. But, I mean, even the things where, like, for... There would be different times, like, for certain... <laughs> excuse me. For different scenes, there would be different needs for, like, on, on one... In one scene, I would have the puppet on my left hand, and then in the next scene, because of a because of blocking, it would be on my right hand. And I'm like, to me, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. what? but whatever. You know, I do what the director tells me. So we wrapped really early that first day. It only took like two hours to get these two, this like, it was really just like one continuous scene that is broken into two scenes in the actual film. And then we were to be back the next day at 9.30 in the morning at the Savannah Film Studios, uh, which is a, a SCAD building. So when we get there, the building doesn't fucking open until 10. So we stand outside and we start rehearsing outside. Now, I think this was intentional because it's, like, silly, but she purchased, and I'm sure it was, like, cheap, too, but she purchased one of the set pieces was a small puppet theater, but this puppet theater was meant for, like, literal toddlers to use. So, like, it's literally, like, maybe, all in all, like, maybe two and a half feet tall. Okay. And so we, as two full-grown men, and I think that's, like, part of the absurd, you know, like, funny, we, as two full-grown men, are, like, literally, like, crouching, straddle, like, you can't hide behind it. But, like, literally, I'm on my knees for the whole shoot. And 
she had originally said she was going to bring knee pads or like or like a cushion or something. But I don't think that would have helped because like for the whole scene and she wanted to do it in one take. So for the whole scene of the puppet show, I am sitting on my knees, like straddling this small puppet theater, sitting all of my weight like on my knees and taking it multiple times in multiple different shots. My legs were sore. My knees are like still sore just from like the muscles you know i don't think a cushion would have helped because like it was just how much weight i was putting on my knees Uh uh-huh and that's i mean my knees have always been uncomfortable like i don't like crawling at a certain point like there's not really there's not enough like meat on my knees they hurt if i crawl really yeah oh yeah my knees feel thick as fuck (laughs) thick as fuck they do they're like so thick even in like king lear when i had like a prat fall and then i like crawl across the floor really quick that really hurt my knees uh just because there's not there's just not a lot of pat it's like my bone is just right there and it hurts and sitting on them for that long are you talking about oh you're talking about like like fat around your knee like where it's like yeah. skin and then bone okay i see what you're saying Mine's yeah the so there's way, like yeah. there's like no padding on my knee and so crawling around on like a hard theater floor really hurts yeah and sitting on them for a long period of time like i mean i was like losing circulation in my lower legs you know because like i'm mm-hmm. sitting on my legs for so long and i don't mean to say like that she was being mean <laughs> but she was sort of, she wanted to like keep going, obviously. And I kind of needed a good, like I would have been cool taking like a whole five minute break in between shots. Cause like my legs were sore, uh-huh. you know, from sitting there that long. And it's not like it's a long scene, but it's long enough that if, she, because she wanted to do it in one take, I mean, it was at least like three minutes, you know, each scene of sitting on your knees. And that gets really painful, you know, and then to to not really take a break, you know, just to get a moment to stand up and then literally right back into it, doing it for like 15 minutes, you know, and then I'm like, I really need a break, you know, because my knees are hurting. Was this other young man like his knees hurting? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, not as much as I was, but like he was definitely his knees were hurting, too. And uh, but I kept <laughs> I kept being like, because I'm just awkward and I have a smidge of the autism. I would keep being like <laughs> after every take, I would like unstretch my knees and I'd go my knees. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd stand up and I'd go, oh, my legs. <laughs> kept going like my knees my knees because this day we had extras in the room to like play the students that we're supposed to be scarring with our our sex uh were the kids no they were scad students so i mean she told like everybody was like shaved and like trying to look as young as possible but instead of it it definitely like she was started to say like well now they're high schoolers so a little bit of it, you know, it was, yeah. I think it was scripted as elementary or like middle schoolers, but you know, it, it, she started referring to them as high schoolers. So, you know, parts of it changed to be expected, but we did this puppet show over and over again, over again from, you know, a, a wide angle, you know, we did two shots of that. And then we did one where it's closer up on him for two shots, one closer up on me, two shots, one from the back wide, one on the, from the back close on him, one from the back. My knees were fucked i mean my legs hurt yeah it sounds like it and when we broke for lunch i'm like okay like i can at least like you know when we come back i wasn't even sure if i was gonna have to do it again if i was gonna have to get on my knees or not so we broke for lunch and she had ordered from a place called frolly which is apparently a popular 
gourmet Italian restaurant that I haven't tried because I mean I I've don't never really, heard of it. Yeah, I, I don't really go places. She had ordered six pizzas uh, from this place. Now this place prides itself on being like really fresh. And that's one thing I'll give it. It was really like fresh ingredients, fresh dough, fresh, you know, and it was one of the pizzas that used like fresh slices of mozzarella, you know, like an Italian pizza. So it was like really, uh, really good. But what was weird about it was instead of sending like six different containers with pizza, they sent, uh, so what they did was, because it's kind of like a, it was an Italian pizza, so it was like smaller. It was like not as Uh proportional as like an American like dominoes, you know, it was, uh-huh. they were misshapen sort of. Instead of sending them in six different containers, they took one of those like big casserole, like disposable casserole dishes and put one pizza down, covered it with tin foil, put another pizza down, covered that in tin foil, put a third pizza on top of that and then covered the whole thing and sent two of those. What? Yeah. Weird, right? That's weird. So the first pizza, the pizza on top had nothing wrong with it. None of the pizzas were cut by the way, and they didn't send any utensils, so we're just ripping the pizza. (laughs) Ripping the pizza apart. Yeah. Delicious. I mean, it was delicious pizza. Very fresh. The sauce was good. The dough was great. The cheese was good. There weren't really any other top. I mean, there was like spices, but there weren't like pepperonis or anything like that. The second pizza, though, as soon as we peeled up the tin foil, all the toppings came off. All of the cheese. Oh, no. You know, all the spices. So it was literally just sauce on dough. (laughs) And I'm like, Whatever. So I just ripped off a piece of that pizza and started eating. You know, by that point, I had had another piece of the other pizza. So I was like, whatever. Well, Nick, who's playing Spratt and Aaron, the principal, the principal character, start literally like picking the cheese off of the tin foil and like eating. And like, I get like Nick was putting it on his pizza and I'm like, whatever. But Aaron was just like eating it right off the tin foil. And I was like, I'm going to, this is gross. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, this is nasty. I don't know why they would do that. That was the weirdest part of the... I would complain about that. That was a stupid, stupid way to send those pizzas. And I'm sure she spent some money on it, too. And she was all excited because she had ordered tiramisu. And that was, like, one thing that when she was, like, texting people and asking them to be extras, she'd be like, and we're going to have tiramisu because she was, like, so excited about it. They sent this, like, literally, like, (laughs) I mean, like, just humongous thing of tiramisu. Hardly anybody ate it because they didn't send any fucking utensils. So, like, how are you supposed yeah. to get, how, what are you supposed to do? That sucks. You know what I mean? So, it was a, it was a lacklust, uh, a lunch break. But when we went back, you know, we finished filming with the extras, dismissed them, and then we had one last scene to film outside um, in the parking lot. Because this scene sort of, I mean, not to spoil the whole plot, but they start doing the puppet show about sex which was intended to be, I think, like some sort of sex ed class. They start, you know, in the middle of the thing, you know, the Matt is trying to do a normal show and Spratt's really depressed and they're like bickering back and forth. And then eventually like they bring out a penis puppet and like start having like puppet sex and like kissing each other. And then, you know, obviously that's inappropriate for a school. So the principal comes over and closes the curtain. And that's when everybody, you know, we start dismissing the extras and everything. Now, At this point, it's important to mention (laughs) that I had brought earlier in the day Pops Stafanopolopoulos out of 
my closet. As many as you may or may not know, of course, uh, the original Pops puppet was lost, but Hannah and Nicholas, at, at like, I think our third and final Friendsmas video, they gave me a, a replica of Pops, like the modern day equivalent of Pops, but a yeah, hand. Slightly smaller. Much, yeah, a hand, a hand size puppet. And he's the exact same size as the Matt and Spratt puppets. And so in the, in the play, I'm like thinking, like, okay, like, you know. We're we're here to do a longer show than what we get to do. You know, Spratt brings out a second puppet, so, like, maybe Matt would have a second puppet. I'm like, I'm going to take Pops and see if maybe we can do, like, a little Easter egg. You know what I mean? Because, like, to me, obviously Pops, to me, is a symbol of Austin Zack Zero Zero. Yeah, know, He's a sure. part of Austin Zack Zero Zero history. So, to me, I thought it would be a smart easter egg you know like just my my way of like showing like a little easter egg about my content too you know and it ties in perfectly with like you know i've always been interested in puppets to a certain extent you know and it just seemed like a perfect idea you know i instantly felt cringe about it you know i kept asking taylor i'm like are you sure that i like i'm like are you sure i should take this i just felt i just you know how i am i second guess myself Uh sometimes and i started to feel really cringe about it when i got there in the morning and i brought it up you know she thought it was really she was like oh yeah that's hilarious like i love that you know everybody laughed when i was like this is pops (laughs) you know they're like that's hilarious you know they're like it's funny so she's like okay yeah perfect what we're gonna do is we'll put it in the puppet theater on the shelf. I'm like, that's perfect, you know? And that's when I texted you guys, and I'm like, Pop's cameo is confirmed, you know? And I was, like, so excited uh-huh. about it, you know? I'm like, this is fucking awesome, you know? I was like, this is gonna be cool. So the whole day, I, like, I, I didn't... Now, t- to be fair, I didn't get to, like, really see any of the footage that they shot from behind. So it's very possible that he's in the shot. I don't think he is. I just... I really don't think he is. The doll... The puppet theater being for toddlers... I mean, Pops was probably about a foot off the ground, maybe six, maybe like six inches, you know, really, he was really low to the ground. I mean, where my head is and where Pops was, I mean, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, it might just be literally like, if he's in the frame, it might just be like his hair even, you know what I mean? Like barely even visible. Do we know when this is going to be available? Not officially, but of course when it is available, I'll link it down below and of course send it to you to watch. I assume soon. I'm thinking a few months. I don't I think probably I'm prob- maybe months, but I'm thinking even sooner than that cuz I I feel like even though it's her passion project and she wrote it like a year ago, I think she is planning to turn it in for an assignment. Oh, okay. So I think it might be done sooner than than I than we expect, but yeah, maybe a few months at most. Okay, that's gonna be a good payoff. Yeah, eventually I'll uh, link it down below, and I'm excited to see if we see pops in it. But you know, I had a f- strong feeling that we didn't, so I'm like, how else? How else can I get pops into this thing? You know what I mean? By this point, I'm like, I brought him here. I've got to get him in this in this movie. I've already right. I've already told his fans, you know, he he's he's gonna have his first acting role in fucking years. He's coming back. So this, the last scene in the, in, that we were shooting and the last scene in the movie is them outside getting reamed by the principal, you know. And as written, they're loading their car with, like, all of their props and stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take Pops. I'm going to take my penis, you know, I'm going to take the penis puppet. And I'll take him outside and I'll just have it in my hand while we're doing the scene, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's how it'll work. 
<laughs> so as we're still inside, I like, you know, I pick it up and I'm like, you know, whatever. And Jackie comes over and she's explaining a shot to the person who's running the camera. And she's like, let me see Pops real quick. And she takes him and she like puts it on and she like starts showing him. She's like, so I want the camera to like be like this, you know, and then not on, not specifically on Pops, but she's like, that was just because the other one was on my hand. Uh-huh. And so she's like, okay. And then she takes it and she sets it back down on the puppet theater and she's like, we'll leave these inside for the scene. And I'm like, okay, shit. That sucks. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, you know, it's confirmed. No cameo for Pops unless they got him on the shelf, right? So I'm like, fuck. I'm like, but I really want, I really, <laughs> like, I really want to get him in this, in this shot. So I just pretended I didn't hear her. And I gathered up the puppets and I took them outside. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to just see what happens. You know what I mean? I'm just going to, you know, pretend, you know, whatever. Because she wasn't talking to me when she said that. So, I mean, it's... No, you know, no reason for me to assume, you know what I mean? So whatever. So we're standing there. She starts doing the blocking for the last scene. And uh, I, I'm like, okay, this is good. It's going well. And I've got him in my arm and I'm like, all right, pops, like this is, we're going to get you in this movie. And uh, all of a sudden, right before we get started, she comes over and she takes the penis puppet from Nick because I had brought that out. And then she takes pops for me and she's like, I want it to just be Matt and Spratt in the, the, our puppets in the, in the scene because in the last shot that she wanted was us hugging and she wanted our arms to be open so that like when we hugged, my puppet would be on his shoulder and his puppet would be on my shoulder and she could like get a cute shot of it or whatever. So she literally took pops out of my hand and walked him out of frame and put him on the floor. (laughs) And I'm like, that sucks. That's when I accepted. I'm like, okay, he didn't get his, he didn't get his cameo. Well, I mean, he could be in like one of the wide shots. He could, he could end up, you know, he might've gotten a little Easter egg. It'll make me really excited if, if he is there, but you know, we'll see. We, uh, we filmed that last scene outside and it was really annoying because of course it's hot. When we first went outside, the first couple shots, I was literally like squinting and like, it couldn't keep my eyes open because it was so bright. And it was especially annoying because we had to keep waiting. He'd be like, hold for cloud. And we'd just wait for it because a cloud would come over and obviously block the sun. And then we're like waiting for a fucking cloud to pass by. I'm like, that's annoying. Please kill me. And at this point, like, you know, I had just, it, it, I had gotten there at nine in the morning. We didn't really get started until 1030 or so. And, you know, my puppet didn't make it into the movie. And I just, yeah, I yeah, really I'm started to, yeah, I'm, and I'm a hot out, I'm outside. I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. So the last scene, I really kind of phoned it in. I, uh, you know, I just, I did what I could, but I was just like. I'm ready to get out of here. So once we got done with everything, I, you know, helped load the car up a little bit. And then once Jackie took off, I'm like, fuck, I am out of here. And I came home and I enjoyed the rest of my day. Damn. I, you know, I'm excited to see how it turns out. But, you know, at least it's a it's a much better experience working with Jackie than Veronica's room. So, like, I'm glad that, you know, we could we could do something else together that was better. Yeah, and she might have more passion projects. Yeah, hey, and I'll, I'll be in them, you know, and... What can you do? You know, I've got passion projects, so maybe someday in the future she'll be in one of mine. I doubt it. Damn. But maybe she'll be in one of mine. You think she would have to like it? Well, I just think, like, by the time I'm going to be in a place where, like, I'm finally making spoiled breasts, like, I'm probably not going to be in the same city as Jackie. Oh, true. That's all yeah. I meant, you know? True. Especially because, like, in my mind, that is Estelle Piper's movie, so in my mind, it's being shot in San Francisco, so unless she's in San Francisco, you know? Mm. <laughs> That's true. But certainly, folks, check back. You know, obviously, I'm sure I'll mention it again when it does come out, but check back here 
if you're interested in ever taking a look at the Matt and Spratt short film coming soon to a to a YouTube near you, maybe Vimeo. <laughs> I mean, one of the two, right? I mean, <laughs> it has to be. She said she might submit it to some festivals, so that would be interesting. She she's won a couple awards at some random festivals for uh, a short film she made called "The Really Rude Stink Bug." She won like best LGBT short. Yeah, I mean LGBT I don't really short. Yeah, what? she writes. She likes writing LGBT shorts. What can you say? I, I hey Matt and Spratt's an LGBT short, so maybe I'll win like best gay actor. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. It would be. Uh, you know what can you say? But I'll certainly keep y'all updated, and obviously I'll send you the link when it comes out. Cool. And we'll see if Pop Stephanopoulos makes a makes a cameo. I'm hoping so. That'd be cool. I really hope he does. <laughs> I really hope he's, even if he's just barely in frame, it'll make me at least feel like I'm not retarded for bringing him. Because after he didn't make it in the shot, I'm like, I felt even more cringe for bringing him. I don't think, I don't think it's cringe at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, hey, I mean, I told the whole time I'm like, well, it's just set dressing. If it makes it, it makes it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I didn't like explain like this is a, you know, this is a an icon of my film, you know, yeah. my films. <laughs> well, you set yourself up for that one and Pops. Yep, I blew it for us, Pops. I blew it. May he rest back and he's back in the closet. She let him she let me keep the Matt puppet, so Matt now now I have in my really? closet. Yeah, randomly I have my Eddie Stephanopoulos puppet, who's, you know, obviously full sized, and then a mini Pops sitting in his lap and a mini same size as Pops, Matt Puppet sitting in his lap. <laughs> Damn. You'll have to send me the Matt one. I'm curious to see what it looks like. Oh, yeah, I will, for sure. It's a, it's a generic. It's Yeah, it's a weird little puppet. Like, But it's it definitely looks like it's made by the same people who made Pops. Like, it's a very, it, you know, they look a lot alike. Until next time, folks, when the movie comes out, you know, we'll be watching it. But until then, stay moot. Stay moot. Hey, y'all, it's a lot of